Hello, and welcome to the Studio Magazine interview series. I'm Aditha Karkera, Chief Data Officer for Deloitte's Government and Public Services. And today, I have the pleasure of talking with Dr. Alan Sim, the Chief Data Officer for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC. Alan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having uh, me, Aditha, and really appreciate the opportunity to, to share. All right, so tell me a little bit, um, Alan, you obviously have uh, spent some time at CDC now, you know, starting off from the pandemic to today. What are some of the other initiatives that are you are really passionate or excited about happening today? No, excellent question. I I think there's one, uh, what I would call enterprise major initiative that I'll, I'll talk about, but then there are some smaller projects that I'm also equally uh, passionate about as well. So one is uh, called the Data Modernization Initiative. And ironically, we had uh, proposed this or were planning this prior to COVID-19. Um, but then, of course, when we launched it, it was in the middle of COVID. Uh, but essentially, DMI is taking our siloed and brittle public health systems and transforming them to become more connected, resilient, and responsive to public health disasters and responses. So um, we focused uh, over the past few years on our strategic goals for DMI um, with particular attention uh, to uh, public health data strategy. And this public health data strategy is focused on things like strengthening the core of public health data, um, accelerating access to analytics and automating solutions to support public health investigations and advancing health equity, uh, improving visualizations to share insights for public health action, and uh, essentially advancing more open and interoperable data uh, to our partners. So one concrete example of this uh, for uh, DMI and the public health data strategy is um, developing an enterprise building block uh, which we call the uh, data exchange. Um, it equates to what we call CDC's front door for bringing in data into CDC. Traditionally, uh, data is just brought, being brought in through different channels and approaches to the different centers and different disease conditions in very diverse ways. And so uh, we are working actively on a pilot with this data exchange uh, to standardize the, the funnel, so to speak, where the data comes in and we're using best of breed technologies and processes um, uh, to ensure that that data gets then disseminated across CDC, but as well as shared back to our partners as well. Um, and then we have something called uh, EDAV, the Enterprise Data Analytics and Visualization Platform, uh, which we're hosting on the cloud. And we're trying to improve and standardize how uh, different programs uh, leverage cloud technologies to process, analyze, and visualize uh, data in the cloud. So that's DMI and the public health data strategy is our sort of enterprise things. Um, but what I really enjoy are um, sort of partnering with our program data scientists. We have really uh, smart, innovative people across the agency that are frequently doing things uh, on their own. So I just wanted to share a few of them. Uh, uh, there's a project called Tower Scout, um, where one of our physician data scientists is using computer vision technology to analyze satellite images 
and we identify the locations of cooling towers uh, to provide a rapid public health response during a Legionnaire's disease outbreak. So frequently we need to find the cooling towers, which are often the source. And now we're using uh, computer vision technology to quickly identify that. Uh, similarly, uh, we have a group that is um, working with uh, overseas health screenings for immigrants and refugees seeking entry to the U.S. And they're harnessing machine learning to eliminate tuberculosis by using computer vision models to uh, perform inference on over 200,000 chest x-rays. So a local physician may say, nope, no TB here. But then the computer vision model that's been trained says, well, actually, we suspect that there may be potential TB here. So it's, it's a way to uh, analyze discordant uh, sort of images and, and results, interpretation, again, using computer vision model. And the last uh, project I'll mention is um, our injury folks have developed uh, machine learning, uh, natural language processing techniques to mine social media texts to identify trends in suicide, provide current statistics for suicide incidents and informing our suicide prevention strategies. So all of this innovation is happening, but what's happening is that people are implementing it on different platforms, different uh, technologies. And so what I've asked our, our branch, uh, Enterprise Analytics and Data Science branch is to convene those folks can we leverage it on our enterprise data analytics platforms to have some consistency and encourage reuse of these models that others have sort of developed? Uh, so hopefully that's uh, helpful. Uh, we have sort of the major uh, initiative, DMI and the public health data strategy, but then we also have these partnerships with very innovative projects across CDC where we're trying to bring those communities of practice together. Alan, wow, you are busy, 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 and I can't uh, say enough about how much we appreciate you spending time and sharing all this with the audience here. I mean, it sounds like uh, uh, you are not only focused on some very strategic efforts like the DMI, but you're also really leveraging some very leading edge technology to solve your mission problems and add operational efficiencies. So thank you for sharing those success stories. Um, one thing that comes to mind as we're talking about emerging tech, uh, I still hear from public sector CDOs that there is still uh, a need for having more data literacy and more data fluency, more AI fluency in public sector organizations. And, and I'm curious how you think about that in CDC and if that's a top priority for you and how you're addressing that. Absolutely. I mean, we're no different than and everyone else. Um, there's a need to improve data literacy, data science literacy, data science upskilling. Um, so fortunately, we're not doing this by ourselves. Um, our uh, human resources office has uh, developed something called the Career Ready Program, and they're creating career communities where um, we can identify what are those necessary skills, um, necessary milestones to help existing staff uh, you know, move up the career ladder and identifying those subject matter experts who are proficient in that area, let's say data science, to say, what are those kinds of things that you need to learn or be exposed to to advance your career? Um, we have something within the EDAV platform called Data Academy, 
uh, where we provide training on a variety of topics, including uh, various data science languages, which is self-guided. So we're all very busy, um, but staff have the ability to uh, uh, really take these courses and move uh, and advance their their um, their abilities and their skill sets and have to help them seek other opportunities. Uh, but one thing I'd like to do down the road is um, really just expose people not only to the data science uh, tools uh, and approaches, but also uh, to expose people to the diversity of public health data, right? And so what happens is people tend to be very um, uh, familiar with a type of data. If I'm a TV person, I know the TV data sets well, uh, but maybe I'm not as familiar with um, some chronic disease uh, data sets or some injury suicide data sets, and there may be some comorbidities or other kinds of uh, opportunities to look at data in different ways. And so uh, down the road, what I'd like is what are those high value public health data assets that have been cataloged through, through the enterprise data catalog? And can we offer uh, sort of courses where different people can learn about the subject matter, the, the nuances associated with some core public health data assets, and then apply their data science skills uh, against those data sets. So this is clearly a long-term project, um, but just thinking about if I myself was a junior data scientist or someone who is interested in, in uh, improving data literacy, what are those those um, those resources that, that would be available uh, to help me um, to do those kinds of things and advance my career? Well, thanks for sharing that, Alan. Uh, I can definitely appreciate what you're doing with the Data Academy and your career learning programs, as well as the audience would appreciate you sharing that uh, with them. Um, now, for others who are aspiring to become CDOs or aspiring to become data leaders as yourself, what are some lessons that you might want to share with the audience uh, based on your journey? Sure, absolutely. I, I suspect I'm not the only one, but very few of us who are CDOs uh, 20, 30 years ago <laughs> said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take these courses and become a CDO. Um, so what I would say is, you know, be bold and innovative, attack problems creatively uh, where you are, learn the subject matter. Um, it doesn't matter what it is, but leverage the data, the tools, uh, uh, the services that are available. Um, and while you're attacking the problem, connect with um, your peers, be an active participant in communities of practices and uh, connectathons where lessons learned and approaches can be shared. Um, I think it's really critical that we build relationships with all types of people from IT, business, scientific, data science communities. Um, I've learned throughout my career, you, it's amazing how you will draw upon things that you never thought would be applicable or relevant uh, to um to solve current problems. And also it helps you to connect with uh, other community, other subject matter experts and different uh, groups um, that uh, perhaps you wouldn't uh, run into in your normal circle. So uh, definitely focus on the outcomes that you desire and be open-minded and adaptable. And 
you know, uh, you'll end up somewhere that's probably more than you imagined. So, uh, so those would be a few themes uh, that uh, young professionals uh, could could think about as they pursue their career uh, in data, public health, um, data science, or CDO role. Fantastic advice, Alan. Uh, be bold, be creative, build relationships, and be open-minded. Uh, thank you so much for sharing those as well as all of the insights today. I know we could continue the conversation for much longer, but for today, thank you so much for making time. And for the audience, please continue to visit us at studiomagazine.tech for further interviews. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adita. Appreciate it.